Welcome in to Rebound Off the Net. I'm your host, Joshua Cox. Today we've got a special guest, and let's go ahead and get to our exclusive interview. Today we have a special guest. We are joined by the head coach and general manager of the Iowa Rampage, Mr. Brandon Henderson. Thanks for being with us, Coach. No problem. Thank you for having us. Coach, take us through your football journey up to this point and how you become the head coach of the Iowa Rampage. Football journey. Uh been playing ever since I was a little kid. Uh, Pop Warner uh, played on a, a high elite Pop Warner team. We made it. Uh, down to Florida and lost down there. Then high school, middle school, I was a, a top athlete. I actually ran track most of my life. That's what my number one sport was. Uh, ever since sixth grade, I've been running track, indoor, outdoor. Then hopped in football in seven, uh, seventh grade during school, and it been off and running ever since then. It was crazy. My first position on school ball was fullback, and you never know. Back then, you know how we ran the power eye and the wing and all that. I was a fullback to average 12 or 13 yards per carry. So that was unheard of. I've been running a 4-3 since I was six in the, uh, what, sixth grade. So it's been kind of fun. My journey got to high school. Um, went to a, a predominant uh, track high school where they won about three or four track uh, state championships. The girls is like, I think, four or five times in a row state champions in high school. I went there, ended up playing football, and uh, got a chance to play as a freshman on varsity and, and turned up. My sophomore year, I had 13 interceptions. Uh, my junior year, I had 18 interceptions. Uh, I dropped eight, so I would have had like 20-some interceptions. Uh, and then I finished my, my career as an inter- interception leader here in the state of Missouri. Uh, just Playing ball after that, uh, I had originally committed to Illinois. And the funniest thing, that's the, this is the joke I tell my players and my kids all the time. You do need to be, you do need to work in the weight room. Uh, I was one of those guys who thought I was the hot stuff laying down in the weight room while we were doing team lift. And all of a sudden, Ron Turner walks in the weight room and I'm laying on the bench while everybody else is, is lifting. And he asked the coach, like, where's Brandon Henderson? And coach point over there, the one over there laying down. And he comes over, he got this big old ring on his finger because they just won the Big Ten championship that year with Brandon Lloyd now. And he's like, oh, man, you ain't working out. I said, yeah, I'm about to lift coach. He's like, oh, you look like you over here having fun taking a nap. He's like, uh, I was coming to recruit you. Maybe I need to come back. I said, no, nah, you came to the right place. So we had a great conversation. Uh, I talked with him. And it was funny is a, a guy who been watching me. I didn't even know was watching me on my career. Named Scott Schaefer. Uh, He'd been a D coordinator at uh, Michigan, Illinois. A DB coach. He was the D coordinator at Northern Illinois when they were nationally ranked. So he actually got the job at Illinois. And after I went to uh, Coffeeville Community College, I committed to Illinois right there. And you know the crazy thing. That's when Ron Turner and them all got fired. <laughs> <laughs> So right before I even got there, they got fired. And Scott Schaefer got the job with Rich Rodriguez at Michigan. I went with him. And I was lucky enough to go there. Uh, got in got in trouble off the field. Uh, didn't get to do much there, but I balled out. At the time I was there, then he ended up getting a D coordinator job at Western Michigan, and I played there with him at Western Michigan and finished my career at Northern Iowa with, uh, with Mark Farley over there. Uh, after that, I was blessed enough to uh, get a workout with the Chargers uh, in the Bears. So I did that, went and played a year uh, on the practice squad at BC Lions. 
uh, and made the roster for a year up there. Then I went and played in the IFL with Bloomington Bloomington Edge at the time. Uh, and started my IFL career. I'm, I'm really more of an IFL, CIF, CPIFL guy. I played in those leagues with the Kansas City Renegades, uh, been a part of the Sioux City Bandits uh, when Coach Williams was there. I played at uh, all kinds of places, San Antonio Talents and AFL, down there with Coach Johnson. Went out to Las Vegas uh, with the Outlaws. So it's been a journey, and that's been brought me back here. Uh, and they was looking for a place to play, and I, we thought we was going to get get a team somewhere else, but I just happened to have a team that I wanted to put in the in the AFL, and it just worked out with the new ownership group that came in and swooped us up and. He saw my vision, what we got for our team, and where we wanted to go, and we ended up going to AFL. That's where we wanted to go anyway. That's the big show. You know, we get done better than that. What does the culture look like that you want to build within the Rampage organization, and what will the identity be of a Brandon Henderson football team? We win. We win. No matter what the cost is, we're going to win, and we're going to be fast. We're going to be one of the best shows on turf, like Kurt Warner, my, one of my alumni partners at UNI. We're going to be the best show on turf. I guarantee that we're going to have some of the best players. We're going to bring some of the best excitement to the fans and we're going to bring some of the best excitement to the council bluff Omaha community. And my motto is you go hard or go home. We want straight dogs. You don't grind, you don't shine, you don't eat, you don't sleep. And we're going to bring that same mentality on the field. You're going to feel us every time we touch that field. As you build the, uh, your roster, what type of player are you looking for? And uh, I think you all have signed a few guys to maybe talk about them a little bit too. I'm looking for players who can play both sides of the ball. I'm looking for players who's athletes. And I'm looking for some young guys who haven't really played that AFL style of ball and developed them. You can't be a coach and just have all AFL veterans. That's what most teams going to do. Now, we're going to bring a mixture of AFL veterans. We're going to bring some IFL veterans, some CIF veterans, NAL veterans. We're going to put them all together and have fun. We're going to go do what we do. Baby. I got some good guys. I got my guy, right, my Raheem Cato. You already know about him. He, he he's probably one of the best quarterbacks in the arena of football. You, you can't can't say nothing else. He's probably one of the greatest quarterbacks in NCAA history. He's actually ranked over Johnny Manziel and Teddy Bridgewater. So we got him. We got Drico. Drico ain't really he he really never played AFL like that, but he's he he can play it. I guarantee that boy's gonna be one of the best best two way players you see out here. We got some other guys. We got man. We got we got some big names coming. You gonna see them drop it here. And we're really going to drop some more after those, those November 16th after those national sponsors come. So where are things at with your uh, coaching staff so far and getting that together? Oh, man, I'm, I got I got a hell of a coaching staff. Hands down across the board, I wanted to, I wanted to have the same way we got on the, on the coaching staff, we should have on the field, domination. So I went and got uh, my assistant head coach is Matt Wells. He's our O-line and run game coordinator. Uh, you know, he he's a CIF uh, uh, uh uh, NAL type of guy. So I wanted to give him that experience to come up, and he's great with developing O-line, D-line guys. So he comes in as as, a, as our O-line and run game coordinator. Uh, my offensive coordinator is Maurice Purify. So, you know, he know the game inside out. He's a Hall of Famer, baby, to be. And then I'm, I'm going to help him help those guys out on the offensive side. Uh, and it's crazy because I'm a defensive guy, but, you know, my freshman year I was a quarterback. So I'm going to help out with the quarterbacks in, in, in the AFL this year. Uh, my, my special teams coordinator uh, slash co-D-line coach is uh, LaRache Jackson. He's going to be helping calling some of those defensive plays too out there. Uh, my linebackers coach, 
and Jack and middle line Mac linebacker coach. Y'all, y'all already know who it is. It's a it's an Iowa favorite, Tanner Barner. So we we putting it together. My my co my other co DC slash DB coach James Romaine. Like we we bring that heat often on the field. So based off where things are at right now, what are your goals for the team as you enter year one in the AFL? To set a tone, set a name, to bring that that feel that the Iowa Bornstormers used to bring to the to the AFL and let them know Iowa's here. And we represent for Nebraska too, because you know we're only ten minutes away from Nebraska Omaha. So we are that 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 mid state that team. We're gonna represent for the North, and everybody's gonna know what we got. I mean, from our players to our coaching staff to our organization, we're gonna be the top organization in the league. They gonna they like I tell them my staff. We, they should know us like like they hear Dion. Anytime Dion in the in the, in the media, our red page better be in the media. So we're going to bring it. we coming. we hungry. And everybody better know they better come and welcome to the bluff, baby. Uh, you talked a little bit about your uh, mainly IFL background. Uh, what are you looking forward to most of going to the AFL? Oh, man, getting adapted to the Ironman and in the high school and play a game, man. Uh, I'm a defensive guy, so I love to stop the offense. So it's going to be more so putting that putting that, that show on offense on the, on the ground on that turf and just having a high flying power and attack offense. Joining the AFL will give you all a national presence. Uh, what does that ultimately mean for your city? Oh, uh, that's huge for our city. Uh, to put Council Bluff, Omaha area on the map. Uh, we also got down the street our brother to Omaha B, the longest tenor arena football team in 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 the in the history right now. So you got to realize they 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 bring a, a big presence. So we just trying to add on to that that richness, that greatness in this area to them. It's huge for our our city as far as. A national market coming here, bringing a national market to a, a mid-sized city. So now we're building up that community. The revenue is going to go up. The the the, the living, everything is going to be ex- ex- economical based. It's going to just build up the whole economy. You can't you can't have a better field than having the AFL where you get all these national national sponsors and that national spotlight, and you bring in a team that you can call your own in in the city of Council Bluff, Omaha, which they haven't had in a long time in the AFL, probably ever. They had the Iowa Bornstormers down the street, but not in the Council Bluff, Omaha area. So that's a huge impact for this community. Tell us a little bit about your franchise and kind of what's coming up over the next five months as you prepare for the 2024 kickoff. Oh, man, we're just building, going out and getting with the community. Uh, We're going to do a few camps uh, with the community, go around and get every youth team, every high school, every elementary, every middle school, every youth league. We're going to be there. Every city council meeting will be there. We're going to be all throughout the community the next five months, just let, letting our president and ourselves be known. Everybody's going to know the Iowa Rampage is here. We're here to stay, and we're here to build up this community and build up everywhere else around it. Uh, last question for you, Coach. Uh, when your players' careers come to an end, what impact or impression do you want them to remember that you made on their career? I made them become a man. I made them be a professional. We're going to be one of the most professional teams in the league. We might not be the NFL, but they, you're going to think we are the NFL, the way we handle and carry ourselves. We're going to teach them how to be financially stable. Uh, we're going to have them teach them some financial literacy, how to control themselves on, on and off the field to be a man, uh, to be, build your community up. So they're going to look at me and say, Coach, you helped me, you helped me be a better me. And that's all I want to do, whether it's on or off the field. My goal is to make you a man, whether I get you to the next level or I get you to the next level in life because I'm going to make sure you'll be able to own or run your own company when you leave here as well.
Appreciate your time, Coach, and look forward to seeing the Rampage play next year. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it. This has been another episode of Rebound Off the Net. I am your host, Joshua Cox. A big thank you to our Rampage head coach, Brandon Henderson, for coming on the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at ReboundNet. You can email us at ReboundOffTheNet at gmail.com. We'll be back with another episode before you know it, but in the meantime, always remember, catch the rebound off the net.